You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, <laughs> by now you guys know what this music means. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam. It is Tuesday, December 4th, 2018. And this is a historical day. Yeah, it is. In Columbus, Ohio, especially across the road, down at the Woody Hayes, down at the campus of the Ohio State University. If you don't know, you're going to know because Urban Meyer is officially done. As Ohio State's head coach, he will step down after the Rose Bowl effective immediately January 2nd of 2019. This is big time, Beam. Um, you and I have been in the camp of we knew this was going to happen. Not yeah. know, but we felt that this could happen. You could feel it. Um, I should say. And it's not that surprising to me. I mean, what this guy has done has been absolutely incredible. 54 years old. Uh, we all know about the cyst stuff going on in the brain. That's real, that's a very real thing. And look, we we told you guys a couple weeks ago when we had Austin Ward on the program from Letterman Row covers Ohio State football, uh, really well. Go definitely check all of his stuff out. And the vibe that we got from him because mm-hmm. he was a, one of the four reporters that Urban Meyer called up to sit down and talk about how real of a situation this was for him. And it was Austin Ward, Tim May, Bill Rabinowitz, both those guys are from the Columbus Dispatch, and Doug Maurice. Uh, you guys have probably read plenty of his stuff from Cleveland.com. So when he sat down with them and he made it known, Beam, that this is a very real issue and that this isn't just something that's made up. And I know some people ridiculously were, you know, saying that this could be a week out for Urban Meyer. I wasn't buying that because you knew. I mean, this is there's history behind this. This goes back to 1998 yeah. with Urban Meyer yep. that he's had these type of issues or this particular issue with the cyst that was diagnosed way back way back then. And when he was asked a couple weeks ago, because remember, Dave Biddle, Bucknuts.com, also a friend of our podcast here, a while ago asked him about will he be coaching next year, and he said yes, and he said, will you be coaching at Ohio State? The answer was yes. He was asked a couple weeks ago at the press conference about will he be coaching, and the answer was, I plan on coaching. Sure. And to me, in my mind, that automatically equated to, hey, well, if my health isn't intact, then that's going to have to be the reason why I bail out of Ohio State. And unfortunately, that's going to be the case. But look, it's a very real thing, and you have to be completely understanding of it. And when a guy puts up a record with just nine losses in the L column beam, it's been absolutely uh, nothing short of incredible what he's done here at Ohio State. He's definitely paid off on all the hype that was coming into him being the head coach here. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, you you flip the clocks back, Maddie, and you look back uh, when Urban Meyer was announced at the coach, at, you know, back in, what was it, 2011, 2012 when that happened. Uh, he comes in here to Ohio State after taking a, a year off from the University of Florida where he won two national championships, had a Heisman winner uh, in Tim Tebow down there. He comes in, the first thing that Urban Meyer does here at Ohio State is he takes a team that was six and seven the year before and takes them and goes to twelve and zero. All yeah. right, and that was the year that was the bowl ban year. Uh, you were unable to do anything because of that bowl ban. Uh, but listen, you know that first year, if Ohio State wasn't imposed a bowl ban, listen, they could be playing uh, in a national championship game against Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame played Alabama in that game. Notre Dame got beat by Alabama. Yep. If those bowl games weren't there, I mean, you got another chance to win a national championship there. So it could be two uh, instead of one. And then the following years, of course, I mean, you talk about maybe the big thing for me that Urban Meyer accomplished here at Ohio State, aside from the 2014 National Championship run uh, with Cardell Jones at the helm of that thing, is is being 7-0 against Michigan. Right. Listen, this is a legendary coach. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a legendary walking, 
icon that we had here in Columbus, Ohio. It's a 80, Mount Rushmore yeah. coach. Absolutely it is. And it's not even a Mount Rushmore coach of Ohio State Buckeyes. No, it's, in it's, college a football Mount, history. it's a Mount Rushmore coach of the entirety of college football, what he was able to do at Bowling Green, then going to Utah, uh, then going to Florida, of course, winning the two national championships. I know that one hurts Ohio State fans because one of them was over Jim Tressel in Ohio State. Yep. He comes here, he wins a national championship, he, he delivers not necessarily on the promise, but you know, I remember the first press conference that he ever did. What's your goal here at Ohio State? To make the great state of Ohio proud again. Yes. And I think that you know, for the entirety of the fan base sitting here uh, and talking about Urban and, and what he's accomplished here at Ohio State, I think you can for sure say you know, that he did. He made, made the state of Ohio proud. He made Ohio mm-hmm. State Buckeye fans proud. He made, made the players proud, made the university proud. And so, you know, on today, sitting here on December 4th, announcing his retirement after the Rose Bowl game that's going to be played on January 1st of 2019, you know, it, it's just... I, I go back, Maddie, to that podcast that we did with Austin Ward, yeah. and he really... And credit Austin for being a consummate professional because he really dove into all of the details with us without saying. Yeah, without of saying it, he said it. You felt and so it. you and I after that podcast. I mean, we kind of looked at each other and we said that okay, he's he's done. Yeah. you know he he's going to be done. Uh, you look at you know after the Big Ten championship game, his press conference. He was talking about Ryan Day. He was yeah. talking Ryan Day up after the past few games yep. after Michigan. He said credit to Ryan Day uh, for creating a game plan like that. It's almost been like he's been pumping him up on a pedestal uh, to be able to slide this move over. And listen, I'm sure that this is something that didn't come easy to Urban Meyer because he just signed that contract extension last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he's walking away from uh, a buttload of money there. And it's just it it all comes back down to, Maddie, the quality of life that you want to live. And so I think it's uh, 100 percent the right move for Urban Meyer to do this. Uh, this is something that he's going to be living with. Is that cyst in his brain, like you said, popped up in 1998? He's been dealing with it for 20 years. Yeah. But listen, man, you know we talk about all the time that just looking at him on the sideline, and you know I think Fox went a little bit overboard showing Urban when he's grabbing his head and everything like that. But I'm not a producer. I don't know what the national, uh, you know, people on national TV, TV want to see. Version of clickbait. Yeah, it is. And so you know you look at that, but you really can. You can see it going back seven years to when he was first hired to looking at him now, uh, you know, it looks like he's aged like a, a United States president no the way that he has in seven no years. I mean, he came here full brown hair. Uh, he leaves and he's, you know, the salt and pepper, the grayed out version of Urban Meyer. And so there's no doubt that this is a stressful job. And credit to Urban Meyer mm-hmm. for understanding that, listen, you have a stocked cupboard here at Ohio State. You are not leaving this program in shambles or anything like that. You are leaving this program in great hands. And so for them to task Ryan Day as the next head coach of Ohio State, I, I think it's I think it's a great move by OSU. I think it's a good move, and we'll dive in more into Ryan Day here in a little bit. But I really hope that Buckeye fans, you Buckeye fans listening, have not taken this for granted because it's yep. so easy when you're a fan base like Ohio State to just become numb to greatness all the time. And we whether, do. We what, do. And we do. And whether it's players or whether it's coaches, we do this in all of sports to where we see guys – for a very long time, be so consistent in what they do. And you become used to it, and you expect that every single week. But the record that this guy has laid out, 82-9 and in seven years, 
is mind-boggling. It's absolutely mind-boggling. Face melting, man. He created an absolute football empire in the state of in the city of Columbus, Ohio. Yep. This is definitely a historically rich program, no doubt about it. But Urban Meyer has taken this thing to a whole nother stratosphere with what he's been able to do with the national championship, with the undefeated run against Michigan. Like we just said, less than ten losses throughout his run, unless they somehow fall to Washington. No way. There's on, no. On the, and I don't see that happening because this team's going to come out with their bodies on fire playing against this Washington Huskies team. So this guy is a legend. And like I said, he's going to go on the Mount Rushmore of college football coaches right now. Bear Bryant, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer. Pick a fourth. Pick a fourth, right? Yep. None of these guys that we've seen retire in recent years, the Bob Stoops of the world, look, those guys had incredible runs, but they haven't made the impact at different programs the way Urban Meyer has made at three different stops. So, look, he's an all-time legend. He's going to be able to come to Columbus, do whatever he wants. There's some rumors out there now. I know I saw Josh Perry. He was on Bishop and Laurinaitis, which airs from 10 to noon. Mm-hmm. I hear right on the fan mention that he's hearing some things about or maybe Urban Meyer having an office at Ohio State. So maybe he'll have some type of brand ambassador type role, which will definitely ultimately help recruiting. We've sure. also seen some big time recruits this morning come out and say they're a thousand commit thousand percent committed. You talk about um Garrett Wilson. I know that's a big one. A lot of Buckeye yeah. fans, you guys are excited about seeing him play, as 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 am I. So the recruiting thing, I think, will be just fine because when you think about it, Ohio State is fifty percent. The coach and 50% the historical aspect. Ohio State, it recruits itself to a certain degree, so I'm not too worried about that. But just Urban Meyer in himself, what he's done here is we're going to look back at this, let's say, five, ten years from now and really just shake our heads on how incredible this guy was. Because remember, he left Florida, went to the booth for a year at ESPN. With the health health issues, he had the you know the promises he made to his family. He came here, and it was just an absolute freak show what this guy was able to do on the sideline. We'll take a quick break here. I want to let you know about Sling TV. We'll come back and talk about Ryan Day, kind of what we expect from him. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels? You never, you never watch when you just want to see your team win. Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. $30 a month, ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and a lot more. No useless channels. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees. Cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day seven free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be right back in a second. This is Locked On Buckeyes. Your team every day. All right, so we've touched on it, and obviously you guys know now Ryan Day will be the head coach of Ohio State moving forward. And to me, this is a very, very interesting move here because I know a lot of yep. people, Beam, uh, we're going to come into this offseason if we had a coaching surf, and I think the three names were going to be what? Ryan Day, Luke Fickle, and probably Matt Campbell would yep. have been the three guys that yep. we heard a lot about. Obviously, there will be no coaching search because Ryan Day is going to be your head coach moving forward. And I think a lot of Buckeye fans are going to be encouraged by what this guy has been able to do. He's a 39-year-old offensive coordinator right now, and now he's going to take a huge jump in his career. Man, this is a monster jump because – Ohio State is the one per, and they're part of the one percent club in college football, right? One percent of the one percent. It's, yeah. it's you, Alabama, and Clemson right now. Historically, yeah. over the last ten years, that have been running things in college football. So now this guy is going to step up, and I think he's going to handle it really well. I, I think too. he's going to handle it really well, and I think the biggest thing is you got an offensive-minded coach 
that is going to come in and he's going to have this offense buzzing. And I also think the big thing is that there's going to be guys returning. He's going to have pieces to work with, whether it's going to be Dwayne, whether it's going to be Tate. There's going to be some real familiarity with what this guy wants from his players. And you mentioned, um, excuse me, I want to mention Austin Mack will be back next year, Chris Olave. All of these guys that we see making plays right now are going to be back. J.K. Dobbins will be back. So there's not going to be a lot of turnover X and O wise. And we also know there's going to be some staff members are going to be back. Mark Pantone is probably a name you guys know. The big one's Mick Marotti. He's sure. going to stick around. Now, that was going to yeah. be interesting to me, Beam, is whether he was going to be leave with Urban because that's Urban's guy. He's been at him with almost every single stop uh, throughout Urban's head coaching career. So that's going to be a big thing for them because the strength and conditioning coach we know, Beam, is with the coat with the guys in the summer a lot more than the coaches are because he can't be because of the NCAA rule. So no, Ryan Day, Beam, I'm really excited about him. I think he's going to be just fine as the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, I do too. You look back at the three games that Ryan Day was the acting head coach here at Ohio State. You look at that three-game run that they went through Oregon State. Okay, you know, Rutgers, okay. Uh, and then you you look at um, TCU and you look at that game. I think what Ryan Day did here at Ohio State in those first three games, Maddie, really cemented uh, who the next coach at Ohio State was going to be. Right. I mean, if you go out uh, and you lose one of those games, then I think that you implore a national coaching search. Like, you know, and – I like Ryan Day. Listen, I think he's going to be a fantastic coach here at Ohio State. Am yep. I a bit surprised that Ohio State didn't implore a national coaching search, coaching search a little bit? Yeah. Uh, you and I had talked about on this podcast before where I likened it you know, to the Chris Holtman hire, uh, where I think that Ryan Day is a very, very good young coach. Yep. There's no doubt about it. I think that he is a future star in college football and coaching whatever if he wants to you know, spend three, four years here and then go to the NFL. I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but I do think that Ryan Day is going to continue the elite level of production yes. here at Ohio State. There's no doubt in my mind that he does. Uh, ben Axelrod, who works for a, a TV station, news station up in WKYC. Up, yeah, WKYC up in Cleveland, uh, tweeted out something fascinating that uh, I believe January 1st of 2017, Ryan Day was fired, uh, a part of Chip Kelly's uh, coaching staff for the San Francisco 49ers. You fast forward the clocks two years later, January 2nd of 2019, he's going to be the acting head coach. Not acting head coach. I have to get over saying that. He's going to be the actual head coach of Ohio State football. So no doubt it's a monumental rise. But listen, when Ryan Day came over here to Ohio State, Maddie, uh, I think this was a hire where everyone was like, Ryan Day, I've I've never really heard of this cat before. He got tagged to be, you know, quarterback's coach. But whatever, you know, you talk to people about it and people who were in the know said that this guy's the real deal. He's going to be good. You know, he's he's a young and up and coming coach. And so if you go back to that time when he was hired in 2017 as an Ohio State coach, and then you fast forward to right now, the fact he's going to be the head coach of Ohio State, man, it's it's a crazy rise. And so for me, looking at it, I do think it's going to be a hell of a job Mm -hmm. for Ryan Day. But I think that you mentioned it, that, that two of the biggest components that you have to keep around for Ohio State to keep competing at the level that they are competing, keep beating Michigan, the, the level that they're beating Michigan, is going to be keeping around Mickey Marotti yes. and keeping around Mark Pantone because yeah. those guys, you know, you see Urban on the sideline every week. That's the face. That is the guy mm-hmm. who you see as a face of the program, and there's no doubt that he puts in a ton of hours of work too. But these two are the pro- or are the backbone yeah. of that Ohio State program. So if they keep him around, or excuse me, if Ryan Day keeps them around, which – I would imagine it's that, reported that those guys are coming back. Okay, so it's, it is. it's reported okay, that Marotti's coming back, Pantoni's coming back. So Marotti is obviously the strength and conditioning yeah. coach for them. Pantoni is part of the recruiting stuff. He's really big into the social media aspect. He takes care of all that stuff uh, behind the scenes. Like yeah. you said, that not a lot of people may know. Ryan Stamper is also sure. uh, part of player development as well. So all these guys that are here right now that have helped 
uh, luring a lot of these big-time recruiting classes will be back. And it's so interesting to think about, Bean, because you remember former Buckeye Mike Vrabel sure. wanted Ryan Day on his staff. Last and year. Look, and he got Kerry Combs. And he got Kerry Combs, tremendous yeah. cornerback coach, tremendous recruiter, stole him uh, from Urban Meyer, and he's gone on to build a pretty good defense down there in Tennessee. But imagine the scenario we're in right now. If Ryan Day goes to Tennessee, he becomes co-offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, whatever uh, the title would have been for Tennessee. He he works with Marcus Mariota. We could be talking right now in the National NFL coaching about yeah. Ryan Day being a head coach in the NFL next year because right. that's the trend that you're seeing in college football. It's the trend that you're seeing in the NFL. Young offensive-minded head coaches are getting opportunities right away because college football has shifted towards such an offensive game to where defenders are having such a hard time. You can't Both put levels your, of yeah, you, you can't put your hands mm-hmm. on these guys. It's so hard to defend now, especially as a DB. That I think Ryan Day, um, he would have had a real shot at becoming an offensive coordinator. I wanted to bring this up because I saw this on Twitter. Um, Greg McElroy was on Sirius XM College Radio Station, and he he's called a couple games for Ohio State this year, and he said. He called up, excuse me, he sat down with Ryan Day and he thinks he's going to be a heck of a recruiter. McElroy said that Day is such a cool dude, he wanted to hug him and sign up to play for him right there. Uh, said he's going to be a stud at Ohio State. So there's people in the college football world that think really, really highly of Ryan Day. And Urban Meyer dropped the word elite, right, at the yeah. press conference after the game the other day that he thinks he's going to be an elite head coach. And I know a lot of people, there's going to be some Buckeye fans that are going to be very skeptical about this. And Let's rightful, be real. And rightfully, and so, rightfully so. Because, because you're going from the platinum era of Ohio State football yep. where this dude has nine losses in seven years. You can count them on two hands okay. and you can name each loss that Urban Meyer occurred here yes. at Ohio State. You can name them. No doubt. I mean, you, you can, can name rattle them. them through because they are so fresh in your memory. Yes. Thanks, Maddie. Uh, and so, looking at Ryan Day, I do. I think it's. A, I think it's a slam dunk hire. Like I said, I'm a bit surprised they didn't interview other candidates yep. for the job. But mm-hmm. if if you think that you know, listen, if Gene Smith and Urban Meyer sat down, which they did, because they're close. All right, they're close friends. No we know that there were reports that you know there was like a, a struggle between the two. I don't believe any of that. No. Just because I think that those two are so tight. Gene is the one who brought Urban here. Yep. This is his dream job. And so I look at a guy like Ryan Day and what Greg McElroy said about there. You go into college football circles, Maddie, and you start talking to people who are in the know. And I really truly think it could be the Lincoln Riley effect here for Ohio State. I really do. Because you know, because Bob Stoops, a legendary coach down at OU. No doubt about it. How many conference championships did he win when he was down there? He was there for like what? 18 years and he won like 17 conference champions. It was something stupid that Bob Stoops did. And look, Lincoln Riley, he's a coordinator. He's been in the program. And they've won two Big 12 championships in a row. They've won two Big 12 championships in a row. And this is the second year that they've been in the college football playoffs. So for me, looking at it, I do think it's a slam dunk hire. And I do think that Ryan Day will have great success here. But the tough thing that, you know, we can kind of get into later in this week is that you are following. You are following such an icon that the bar is so it's ridiculous high. high. And so, like, that for me would be like the comparison of if you're LeBron James mm-hmm. and you're looking for a free agent team and the Chicago Bulls can clear all the space out for you, mm-hmm. I would feel bad if I'm LeBron James going to the Bulls because you're not, you, you, like he said, you're chasing a ghost. You're chasing a ghost. How about LeBron James Jr.? Sure. His of son, course. just with the name alone. Right. It's, it's, it's just, like you said, when you have shoes that big yeah. to fill, it's almost impossible unless Ryan Day comes in here and wins two or three national championships, sure. right? Because the expectation is going to be so high, and rightfully so, because this is Ohio State, and Buckeye fans should right. not lower their expectations because if Urban Meyer, Gene Smith, Drake, if they believe in Ryan Day, they know what the expectation level is. So no, I, we expect big things from 
Ryan Day uh, moving forward, and I think that will be just fine. And it's encouraging to see Beam already that some of these recruits are not going to bail out just because they don't know much about Ryan Day. And the thing that Ohio State could not live with is you can't let Ryan Day walk and him go be a head coach somewhere else, and you got a 39-year-old head coach wrecking college football that could have been your guy when he was in your own building. Absolutely. It was kind of the Tom Herman effect, right? Right. There was a lot of – that went out the window, obviously, with this past summer's transactions and transgressions and all of that stuff. That was gone well before uh, this – this college football season kicked off, but uh, you couldn't let a guy like no, Ryan Day can't. go. And listen, if it's a failed experiment, which I don't think it's going to be, but if it is, you're still Ohio State, and it's still going to be a huge coaching People search. People will be for your lining up to come yeah. coach here, no doubt about. It. You got a Sling TV message for him, baby? Yeah, I do. You don't want to watch the game, Maddie. You need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Well, Sling TV is the best way for you to watch college football for only thirty dollars a month. You can get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. Stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love, except it's only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees. And the best part about Sling TV is you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked on listeners, you can get your seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. You are Locked On Buckeyes, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. So just some quick numbers here from, from about Urban Meyer. He coached in 218 games and won 186 of them. That's stupid. 85% win percentage. That's gross. Okay? That's gross. It's one of the best all time. Um, he won, th- what, three titles? Yeah. Three national championships. It- it's sickening, man. You can go on and on and on and on about this. Urban Meyer, salute to you um, for everything. But I, I just, I think real quick, we need to bring this up because it happened last night. Number seven is going to New York. Yeah, exactly. he's going to New York. So <laughs> I mean, bar- right? we uh, we buried that part. Right. About so we got to spend a couple of minutes just yeah. before we get out of here today on that. It's kind of what we expected. I think you and I were all in with the Tua, Kyler, uh, Dwayne Haskins trio going to the Big Apple. And look, I think he's got to have a real shot at winning this thing because I think what happens last sticks in a lot of people's minds. It's human nature, and what we saw last was this cat throw for 499 yards on a big stage when every nobody else was playing at eight o'clock on Saturday. So I think he's going to have a real shot. It's going to be interesting to see if the, the vote take the totality of what Tua did um, and I think the fourth quarter thing is going to help him out a little bit not being having to play in fourth quarters and him putting all those good all those good numbers up but when you look at Dwayne and what he's done statistically beam it's absolutely sick. It's gross man yeah it's absolutely gross uh, and so for me Maddie I know that the Heisman ceremony is what this Saturday on ESPN yes. I believe so at like 7 o'clock or something like 8 that. 8 p.m. on ESPN. Yeah so yep. for me Going into this, like it's not surprising. We talked about how Will Greer was getting a lot of love for the Heisman, but it, there's no doubt it was a three-horse race. All right, what Dwayne Haskins did in this conference, especially, uh, you look at those Big Twelve defenses and their paper mache defenses. Yep. All right, I mean, imagine what Dwayne Haskins would have done down there if he was playing for like Texas Tech or something like that. If he would have had a guy total air raid offense, <laughs> like on, if he's man. throwing the ball seventy times a game, this dude would have thrown for like sixty-two hundred yards this season. Yep. The fact that he did this in a Big Ten uh, schedule is frankly unbelievable to me. And so there's a couple of things I want to get into is that they said 10% of the vote came in before this it's past bo- weekend. Poof, almost, All right. It's BS. <laughs> you almost, hey, you almost dropped it. That's BS. You almost dropped it there. And so I don't understand how you as a Heisman voter can already have your mind wrapped up without seeing the entire – I mean, what, what's it going to take? It takes you how many – 
how many seconds to go on that website and vote for your Heisman Thank pick. You. Do it on Thank Monday, you. man. The deadline's 5 o'clock on Monday. You yeah. have 48 hours to wrap your head around what you just saw over right. the college football weekend. Think about it. Look into the analytics. Look into whatever you want, how you decide yes. the Heisman Trophy is going to. And so the fact that Dwayne gets invited to New York City is very, very cool. All right. I mean, that's got to be electric for him. This is a one-year starter at Ohio State. He's going to be gone after this year. Wrap your minds around that. We've been saying this all year on the podcast that he's going to be gone. He's going to be probably a top 10 pick in the NFL draft this year. And so, and there should be zero blowback. No, zero, zero blowback. Zilch, nada, because nothing. if it wasn't for this cat, you'd be probably looking at a three or four loss season. Exactly. Probably. And so, you know, you look at a guy like Dwayne Haskins, and what he did on Saturday is it ultimately going to be enough to overcome Tua Tungavailoa and Kyler Murray. And listen. I'm 100% biased, all right? I'll say that right now. I'm 100% biased. I don't watch four quarters of Oklahoma football every week. I don't watch four quarters of Alabama football every week. But what I do do is I watch four quarters of Ohio State football every single week through week one, through week 13. I watch it. I rewatch the game on Sunday. And so for me, watching this guy out here, Maddie, (laughs) you can count on like 10 fingers the amount of bad passes that he threw. One of them was in the Big Ten Championship game where he threw for 499 yards. You don't even need 10 fingers. He threw eight picks all year. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All year. I just, you know, like I said, I'm 100% biased here, but you look at those stats and you look at the numbers and listen, Tua Tungvaluwa is great. He's great. There's no doubt about it. He's phenomenal. Alabama would still be Alabama. Without, I agree. Tua, all I right. Heard, With Jalen Hurts, they would still be undefeated. Yes. All right. Yes. Kyler Murray is great for Oklahoma. So for me, if I'm a voter, Maddie, I think Tua's third, and I think it's a damn coin flip between Kyler and Dwayne. You know what you're doing? It's the MVP conversation that we have in professional sports. Yeah, the most valuable or best player. What is right. it? And I think this year, Dwayne Haskins has been the most valuable to his team. I think he's been the best player too. I agree. Four thousand five hundred eighty yards, forty-seven TDs to eight. That's his ratio. TD right. to interception ratio. Fifty-one look, total touchdowns for him. Fifty-one total for Kyler. That's what I'm saying, man. And you look at the last game, thirty-four forty-one. That's eighty-three <laughs> percent in a Big Ten championship game against a great defense. It's a really, really good defense. So no, he he was absolutely phenomenal this year. We'll obviously keep you up to date on the Heisman odds. We'll keep our eye on on that. Uh, Urban does have a pressure day at two o'clock. You can catch it right here on the. If you're listening before then, we'll play some sound uh, for that tomorrow. Big day here. Historical day in the city of Columbus along college football. Urban Meyer, he's out. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast.